0: Is new technology that is designed to help immigration officers sort through work permit applications and study permit applications for this country, is that causing officers to deny more applications? Well, immigration lawyers in this country are raising a red flag over the issue. My next guest is a Toronto-based immigration lawyer. Zainab Zayai is with me. And Zainab, what is this program Chinook software, and how is it revealed that immigration officers are actually using it?
1: Hi, Alan. Um, So, this is a topic that is uh, taking up a lot of my time these days, and I'm sure some of the other immigration uh, lawyers around the country that do uh, litigation work. The the Chinook software um, was actually disclosed to us as part of uh, the routine litigation that we're doing for a lot of refused applicants, um, mostly in the study permit category. Because of the pandemic, we're seeing uh, probably a different pattern of refusals for work permits and visitors, but study permit applicants still try to apply and come and we saw increased numbers of refusals and late 2019, before the pandemic, but also last year and this year, and so um, many of those applicants might have previously tried to reapply, uh, but because those reapplications were not successful, and they were in fact high-quality applicants. Um, We began to do many more judicial review applications in federal court. And as the number of federal court applications increased, we started to see uh, the Department of Justice actually providing an affidavit um, in, in many of our cases, referring to this software that they're using called Chinook. And as part of that affidavit, they set out how the software is intended to assist visa officers across the world as they're reviewing these applications to be able to open them in essentially an Excel tool. Um, and it's intended to allow them to process these applications more quickly. But obviously, we had a lot more questions about how that was being done.
0: Do, do you think that there is some systemic either basis or uh, to this uh, software or it, it's creating more refusals just because of the way that immigration office inter officers interact with it?
1: Uh, that's a very good question. I think that the, there problem, you know, there is a recognition that there has been an increase, uh, a sizable increase in the number of applicants in the last few years. And given the limited resources that visa officers have, I can, completely understand the concern that the government has, that these offices have with regards to trying to get through their workload. Now, I think the challenge with a tool like Chinook is that they're not, they haven't put enough thought into the design and the oversight of the system to make sure that it is fair and that there are not errors. Um, This system allows the visa officer to go through dozens, perhaps even a hundred files at the same time within an Excel sheet. Um, There's no clear indication that they would have the opportunity to go back and look at documents that are in the application. And, um, you know, it is kind of streamlining it to allow the officers to make a decision more quickly and oftentimes much more easier to make a refusal decision. Now, we don't really know if the You know, there is an incentive to make more refusals. I don't think that that's necessarily the case, but it certainly does make it easier to make refusals and to generate notes that typically before the software, the officers would type out or would write those notes themselves as to what their concerns were when refusing an application. But this software has a note generator that just allows them to essentially pick and choose a series of notes that may or may not even correspond to the content of that particular application.
0: So you're getting almost like a form letter back that doesn't actually uh, refer to the specific application from that client.
1: That's exactly correct. I mean, we, we, we would normally have gotten a form letter back, but the notes, the internal notes would have been um, very much customized, even if they were short. But now even those internal notes, because they're being generated in the software, are exactly boilerplate. Like, I have seen hundreds of refusals, and I could probably recite back to you what it's going to say, um, just because they are, in fact, using this generator tool.
0: Give give listeners a a sense of why it is so important that work permits and study permits are granted to those who are qualified to come to this country.
1: Absolutely. Uh, You know, in the last decade, I would argue that Canada has really shifted Its focus from bringing in um, immigrants uh, as immigrants per se and we have a much more robust study permit and work permit application process you know there are certainly benefits to that there are opportunities for people to come to Canada and and have the um, chance to study here to become acquainted before they apply for immigration. And I think if we don't have a system that allows us to better distinguish and have a higher success rate for those quality applicants that are applying for study permits, for example, then we are potentially losing out on that future um, pool of applicants that want to apply for immigration. And it's also a fairness issue as well. I mean, we are, as a country, Canada, inviting students from around the world uh, oftentimes a great expense to apply for study permits and you know work permits etc to come to canada and i think you know we have a very low application fee when we do these applications at the visa office for example for study permits it's only $150 but oftentimes those students have spent much more than that on getting their acceptance and 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 taking other steps to to get their applications ready and we're not giving them Um, a fair opportunity to have those applications assessed. And I completely recognize that, you know, the the large volume of files has created this pressure for visa officers. They have to work through thousands of applications. Um, But I think that, 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 you know, Immigration and Refugee Citizenship Canada, IRCC, can do better in terms of the design of our program, the guidelines that we provide, And the tools and resources that we provide to visa officers to allow them to make fairer decisions as opposed to just quick decisions.
0: So the the issue then to your mind is not technology software or AI, but it is transparency on how it works.
1: Well, that's a very good question, Alan. Because I think it does, at the end, kind of bring us to the question of AR as well, AI as well. Because uh, I think part of the reason that perhaps the government disclosed this is, you know, in the litigation that we're doing. Um, you know, I'm speculating a little bit here, but I think it might be that you know they're trying to open the door to more um, uses of AI, and this is a precursor to that. Uh, but even within discussions of AI, there are really important. Um, accountability and oversight concerns that we have in terms of how those tools are being rolled out. So um, I think the questions of fairness and oversight um, not only play in the specific case of this tool that's being used to, to, to streamline and process applications faster, but it also is a concern in terms of what is potentially coming down the pipeline for us as IRCC adopts more and more technological tools for our submission of applications.
0: So the, the court case that is currently underway, um, is your estimation that that this, this software will cease to be used coming out of this? Is that a possibility or, or what's the play going forward?
1: Um You know, this wasn't the main issue in that court case. That court case, um, the Okrin um, application Mm -hmm. for judicial review was heard back in September. So we are actually expecting the decision to come out shortly. Um, The case was actually just a study permit refusal. And the government did introduce this evidence with regards to the use of Chinook. But uh, it wasn't central to the case. So we will have to see if uh, the federal court actually provides us with any feedback with regards to the legality or the continued use or anything really with regards to I think it was more of an opportunity for the government and for Department of Justice to introduce this and it will be uh, you know, on as as uh, perhaps immigration um, uh, lawyers as well as applicants to to push this and and get more information from the government, and try to hold them to account in terms of how this tool is being used, and the consequences it has for applicants.
0: Zainab, thank you so much for your time and bringing this uh, issue to our attention. Much appreciated.
1: You're welcome. It's my pleasure.
0: Zainab Zai'i is a Toronto-based immigration lawyer. This is Global News Radio. My name is Alan Carter. We're back in a moment.